na, 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 na. Greetings, Earth humans. We're back. Welcome to Unfuck Your Feelings, a podcast where we learn to understand all that icky feeling shit going on in our brains and how we can use it to take us to the next level in life. Wild, huh? I'm Caitlin Wilder. I'm a life coach for overachievers who are overwhelmed by their brains and underwhelmed by their lives. I burned out after an 11 year career as a board certified behavior analyst, being really, really good at shit that I do not like doing. Um, and what I learned is that it isn't about what you accomplish, but who you are um, that creates your success. So let's earn, learn some bullshit so you can actually enjoy your human experience. Um, today, I forgot I had a podcast entirely almost. We're going to talk about what I refer to as the brain game. Um, and that is this new way of living um, that I have created through my own experience, through my knowledge of behavior analysis, through you know, a variety of other therapeutic modalities and also me just saying whatever the fuck I want. Um, and put that into like a lifestyle where you can uh, dramatically improve whatever you want in your life just by changing the way you think about it and relate to it. So, um, first off it's like you know why like why why would anyone bother doing this well it's because there's like an overwhelming problem um in the world today of people being really uh stressed out and overwhelmed and overworked and a lot of that has been created in the name of achieving thinking that when we get to that top, you know, the top of the success ladder that like all of the hard work is going to pay off. And all of a sudden we're going to feel good and we're going to have time to enjoy our lives and everything's going to be great. Um, and that's a bunch of bullshit, y'all. Uh, really, these things that we're going through, like we we think now that it's due to some circumstance in the world or because we're not good enough, but really... Um, overachieving people shut themselves down really early on emotionally, like when they're kids, because at some point you decided that you needed a massive amount of approval in order to survive in the world. And like, I don't, I don't say that in a way, meaning like you needed people to tell you to do a good job. Like really, if people didn't approve of you, like maybe they wouldn't feed you. <laughs> like maybe they wouldn't give you the things that you needed to survive. And whether that was reality or not, it was reality in your child mind. And then, you know, obviously our emotional needs are, are as important to us as our survival needs, whether we want to recognize that or not. So um, that could take place in a variety of ways. I know like in, in my particular circumstance, like, it's not like anyone was like physically abusing me, you know, or doing something super terrible. Like in my case, 
Um, I just had a parent who was very driven by academics and instilled that in me by being, um, well, like what I perceived as being critical. I honestly don't remember exactly how things were said. Um, but when I was given feedback of doing something differently, like my perception was that I didn't do a good enough job. And so that turned into perfection and it turned into a life of, oh, well, I have to be excellent at everything and I have to be consistent and persistent and everything. I have to be responsible. Like I have to be a good person. It's the like hard work will get you anywhere um, philosophy. And it's just such a, you know, a socially accepted belief that all of a sudden the products of like your persistent self-loathing and pushing and pressure is what brings to you the things, you know, job status, anything that people praise you for. So it turn it goes from, you know, being your survival skill as a child to just being a habit, like a brain habit um, of just chasing approval and that being like our source um, for feeling like, you know, we have a path to follow in this world. Um, so while you are chasing that approval, like you're probably doing things that you don't necessarily want to do um, to get it. Like whether you're just like uh, not standing up for yourself in uh, any variety of relationships, whether you're choosing jobs that maybe, you know, you're taking it because you don't think that anything better will come along. Um, it, it's just, it's thinking that you don't necessarily have any good options. Um, so in order to keep searching you for those best options, your brain learned to um, discipline you, you know, with the things that it says to keep you from making mistakes. Because in the overachiever mind, making less mistakes helps you reach that perfection even faster, right? Like that would make sense. Um, but the real mistake is in like taking all of everything that your brain says as being reality. Because sometimes when we are are pushing for perfection, we are actually missing out on um, what we should be doing, which is something entirely different, but we don't notice because we're too busy following the rule that we have to get this thing right. That's right in front of us, even though we may not care about that thing at all. Sounds well, not my whole career, <laughs> but a little bit of it. Um, so yeah, so that voice in your head, um, again, that's, that is not you. Um, people identify with that voice very closely and you're, you, you're using the fact that it exists as evidence that, you know, there's something wrong with you. Really what's going on in your head is a collection of information from 
every experience that you've been through. So that can be something that you personally experienced. It can be something that you heard about, something that you read, something that you saw on TV, like really anything like that is your brain, you know, taking in data from the world around you and like synthesizing that into a set of rules that help you be able to move through the world and quickly and automatically make judgments and decisions. Like it's supposed to be efficient, you know? And really when you think about the overachiever, like as a person, like that's what they want. They want efficiency. So we're trying to follow these, these, these brain rules, but they don't function, um, when it comes to your emotions. Uh, These rules don't function well necessarily when it comes to rules about your ability and who you are and whether you think the things that you're doing are um, good or bad or right or wrong. And then when you violate those rules, it brings on emotional pain and stress. And then we also as humans have kind of blanketed all pain as being bad. Like we learned when we were kids, oh, the stove is hot, don't touch it. And then we learn pain bad. And then when we get sad, we're like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be sad. No one wants to hear my feelings. Um, I shouldn't be mad. Someone's not going to like that. Like I shouldn't speak up. Like someone's, you know, get going to get angry about that. So when you move forth in life trying to avoid that pain, you know, by not saying the thing, by not taking the chance, by not um, ever taking those risks, you may be, you know, avoiding the pain of a failure of a or of a mistake, but you're also missing out on all of the opportunity and learning that that has to bring you. Um, and that brings me to like, you know, just another part of um, the brain that develops. Like my my old brain didn't know like who it was, you know? Like I didn't feel like I liked myself or um, knew myself. I didn't feel like I like knew what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I was... Uh, just endlessly overthinking things because when you've, you know, spent a life getting external validation when it comes to making a decision for yourself, like you don't, you don't have any information to do that. Your information, like in your brain, says, "Go ask someone else." And then when you do that, I mean that what the information that other people are giving you, like may not necessarily connect to you. Like you, you want the logic of thinking, oh, well, I'll just have these piles of evidence. And at the end, you know, one pile will be bigger and I'll just make a decision and then that'll work. That'll be the right one. And that isn't, that isn't true because it's way more about the, these facts that you find and information and what other people think, it's also about what you think and about how you feel about it. But if you don't have practice at answering those questions and doing the thing and then seeing what happens, then you're not going to feel comfortable doing it. Also, it's about comfort <laughs> because 
Um, a brain that's conditioned in this way wants to be comfortable all the time. And we can, you know, look out into the world and see like a million billion reasons to be uncomfortable in a way that it's helpful. Like when you go to a new place and like, you're a little anxious, like it's just a sign of like growth and doing a new thing. But the brain that's trained in this way will turn around and say, oh, well, this anxiety is a sign that I could potentially fuck something up. So I better stay home. So again, it's just like having those signals trained a certain way in your mind so that your brain responds with certain thoughts and certain feelings and that leads to certain behaviors. And that's what creates your life for you. Okay. Um, so like my, my, brain previously was like looking for that certainty as some sort of like light bulb that was going to go off when I'm, when I made a decision, but that wasn't going to show up because I didn't, I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself to make a decision and I didn't trust myself to, um, more importantly, be able to like work it out if something else happened. Um, you know, a brain like that can look, uh, like, depression or anxiety, meaning you either spend a lot of time with your head in the past thinking about things that have happened, or you spend your time with your head in the future thinking about things that may or may not happen in the effort of like preventing that stuff. Um, so, and, and at that point is when a lot of people think that they don't have a way out. They hear that voice. This is me. This is who I am. This is how I work. And then, then you choose a way to cope, you know, like you might medicate yourself uh, with drugs or alcohol or prescription medication from a doctor. Uh, you might just go out and work harder. Um, you might uh, procrastinate on things you want to do all the time. You might exercise, you might eat, you might meditate, like you can do a variety of things that either are going to work for you or not work for you. Um, and what I'm saying is that if you don't have an understanding of who you are and what you want, you could be going out to choose things with the intention of them being totally helpful and then they end up not being helpful to you at all. Um, so playing the brain game is really just the process of learning to slow down and notice these automatic patterns, habits, feelings, and then learning the process of like dealing, actually dealing rather than avoiding um, with what comes up and also using what comes up to be like information to guide you instead of uh, reasons for you to freak the fuck out. <laughs> so like the brain that has learned to do this will have emotional stamina. Um, so, you know, when something happens um, where normally your brain could get, you know, triggered or send you into like a freeze response or lead to a more like fucked feeling 
um, response where, you know, you come become really angry or sad and just to be able to, again, see those things as information and to look into them. Okay. So that way we are able to weather anything that life brings us rather than just trying to hide in this, like, a little cage of perfect that we've created for ourselves, hoping that nothing will get in or hurt us or like disturb our little perfect worlds. So um, it, it, when you, when, when brain learns to play the game, you know what's important to you. You can make a decision really quickly because you can look at the information, decide how you feel about it, make a choice and then also realize that you can deal with whatever comes up. It's about like being excited about life and like knowing what you're capable of instead of, you know, dreading the things you have to do and always questioning your own abilities. Um, it's keeping your brain like in this moment right now as opposed to either in the past or in the future, um, trying to problem solve really, because that's what that is. That's, we want to retrain the brain to enjoy life as the journey that it is, um, rather than the problem to be fixed that we often treat it as, um, so it, it, it overall, it's, it's a life of knowing yourself and knowing how to be yourself and not knowing what's going to happen, not necessarily following this perfect path or achieving all of these, you know, ideal goals, but knowing that you can choose what you want change your mind anytime you want and that you can handle anything that happens. Um, so I am talking a lot about playing the brain game on Instagram lately. It's my new group coaching program. It will be in like an actual game format. Um, and I do it that way because I want that shit to be fun. And I want you to be able to carry around whatever you need um, to be successful in your own life, like right there inside of your own head. Uh, so if that sounds interesting, you can head over to Instagram um, and check that out, check out some content or head to my website at uh, www.katelynwilder.com forward slash game and check that out. Um, but this is what I'm always talking about. <laughs> Whenever you hear me talking anywhere, we are talking about playing this game inside of your head. So, uh, thanks very much for listening today. Please, uh, leave a review. Um, and thank you for listening and I hope you see you next time. Da -da -da -da